0: Welcome to The Picture of Wealth, a podcast all about living more of your life now, yet being responsible for your future. Lifestyle experimenter, wealth scientist, and financial coach Dustin Service shares life hacks, wealth tips, and interviews successful entrepreneurs on how they're thriving in happiness, purpose, and prosperity. This is mini-series number five of the Life Clarity Summit. We've done everything from building the financial plan. We've been working our way up from the base of the pyramid. And we're now at the zone that's called the accumulation zone. So you've built a plan. You've managed your risk well. You've set yourself up for success and an ability to capture opportunities when they come due or when they come up and you can quickly make a decision and go for it. And in the accumulation zone, this is where you're building up your investment assets, your real estate, your emergency savings, and also paying attention to debt reduction. So when I think of this section, traditionally in financial plans, it always has been that, uh, you know, to, to build wealth, you know, and, and this was marketed by the investment and the, the financial firms that you need a retirement savings plan and you need to save, save, save and you need to invest in the markets. And the reality is there's a number of ways to build wealth and there's a number of ways to, you know, what we call be responsible for the future. It doesn't always have to be the market. You know, I, I coached a lady out of Toronto where, you know, when we like mapped out her wealth picture, I figured out that they had bought a house for about 400 Fifty thousand. They'd put about four hundred thousand into it, so they were into it for about eight fifty. And currently, the house is now worth two million dollars. They don't spend very much. So when you when you lay that out and say, well, say the house appreciated at you know three percent a year for the next twelve years you know, they could sell that house and rent for the rest of their life and actually have a retirement plan just by living in their principal residence. Definitely tax efficient currently with the government rules. But I explained to her that, you know, she had been at, um you know, this is pre-COVID, but a cocktail party and someone had said, oh, you got to start saving, you got to start investing. And when I asked, you know, why, uh, she said, well, because I felt like I was missing out. So after going through the numbers, you know, a retirement plan can be as complex as a stock, you know, crypto, you know, accumulation plan with lots of financial facets and bonds and, you know, Or it could be as simple as, you know, trying to build up a bunch of money in your equity of your home. It could be building up a portfolio of assets that generate income that maybe isn't seem like a lot now, but then when the debts are paid off, it actually is something. You know, an easy analogy is just one rental house. You know, one rental house that's worth, you know, six or 700,000, but brings in, you know, 3,000 upstairs or 2,500 upstairs and brings in 1,200 downstairs. You know, maybe you're making, $4,000 4000 a month. And you know, you, you got some expenses, uh, miscellaneous things, but maybe that's 3000 net in your pocket. So say you have it paid off. Well, if you're getting the government pensions at sixty-five and you're getting 3000 there, you know, you're probably at like 3500 net a month. Well, if you got no bills, some people can live on that. You know, and in 20 years with inflation, that, that won't be a lot. But at the same time, I'm thinking right now. So the point I'm trying to make about the accumulation zone is every month or every three months or every year, try to make decisions that just better your overall net worth. That could be as simple as, you know, paying down your mortgage, double up your payments or pay the extra 10 or 20% you're allowed. And yes, mathematically, if the stock market's going up on average, you know, whatever percent, say it's 7% and interest rates on a mortgage are 25 then mathematically being in the market is a better mathematical answer. But if you don't understand the market, or if you'd be a person that you know, going through a 30% correction in the market is going to make you not sleep at night and probably end up selling your stocks or your bonds or your investments at the bottom and not riding it out, then mathematically one could argue that the mortgage is a more sound investment at a 2.5% interest rate. That really would be the rate of return you're getting by paying it off sooner. So, not every person is built the same. They don't all have the same risk tolerance. And I I really try to work with clients and, and say, you know, what other retirement income strategies or what other retirement planning could we do that has nothing to do with the market? I would be giving you the permission, or you should be giving yourself the permission to explore those ideas that are within your circle of competence or within the understanding that you have around certain assets. Again, real estate. Fixed income like GICs, stocks, and bonds are really the only assets out there other than you know the soon and now coming cryptocurrency. Lots of different views on it. But again, that could be another place that you look at. On that same vein, the traditional financial world would say that you need to save a bunch of money to retire. In our mantra of living more your life now yet being responsible for your future we would argue that maybe you don't need to save as much and you could spend more while you're alive if you planned on working a little longer. Now, that doesn't mean slog it out longer. It means working in a capacity that you enjoy. So either finding a career you know, sooner than retirement that you will enjoy and you could do, or being mindful and paying attention along your career journey to occupations or vocations that would allow you to not beat your body up or you know not beat your mind up, but be able to make some income going into the future. Some of my clients who are say into their 60s but still working even 2 days a week and generating maybe 40, 50,000 a year in income. This is material when it comes to stretching out the lifespan of your investment portfolio. If you're drawing 80,000 a year cuz you need it, but if you're spending 80,000 and you're making 40 into retirement, it's exponential how much longer the retirement assets go or it's Quite amazing at how much you don't need to save. So if a person's been smart with paying off debt and you know, buying a, a you know a reasonable house and you know having that appreciate, and you're gonna work for a little bit longer, you may be able to spend a little bit more now. Again, you may have no guarantees past age sixty, which is you know the oldest traditional tagline in the investment world, which is like, you know, save, save, save and hoard, hoard, hoard. And obviously for the investment firms, you know, that's more fees and that's great. And you know, as long as the returns are there, then it's a fair deal. But at the end of the day, like I say in all my my webinars and podcasts, it doesn't mean that when you get to 60 and you have the most money, that that's when you're going to be the most happy. When you're younger, you've got able body or a higher likelihood to do more things. Your mind is, one would argue, more creative and less jaded by the experiences of life. And so you may take, you know, maybe more risks. Maybe you try something new. Regardless how you build your wealth plan or build up your assets, I would just leave you with that final thought of, you know, what this month have we done that's responsible? Even if it's small, throw one payment at your mortgage. Start to make it a habit of good financial decisions and getting the money out of your bank account because it's sitting there doing nothing, getting zero or 0.1% interest when it could be doing other things. Again, paying down debt, investing, and get your money growing, or at least put your money in the line of fire or put your money in the position that it could grow. Or doing the debt payoff regularly puts you in the right mindset and sets up your mind for financial success going forward. And that's the being responsible, yet being able to live more of your life now. If you found this episode valuable, share it with a friend. If you found this episode super valuable, leave us a review on iTunes. It will help us continue to bring you top quality content. For more information on anything discussed on this show, visit www.servicewealth.com. That's service spelled S-E-R-V-I-S-S. Any investment topics covered on the show are not investment recommendations, and you should seek professional advice before making any investment decisions. This show was produced by Podigy Podcasts. Thanks for listening.